Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Believe and Listen Talk Radio from New York with Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Weekly conversations on all things spiritual and metaphysical, discussions, callers, and readings. Cultivate your personal connection to spirit and the universe. Learn that the impossible is actually possible. Welcome to Believe and Listen here at Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Today, I'm doing a brief podcast for you so I can do a quick listen. And it's on a topic that I probably should have addressed a long time ago and realizing I need to expand a little bit in my, the current book I'm writing uh, on the topic. I can do this briefly, but it's vitally important, guys. It's how to avoid the no vibration during a reading to ensure that you have a successful reading. If you have a successful reading, I guarantee you I have a successful reading, and therefore you'll tell your friends they'll have successful readings and everybody's going to be happy. The whole point of mediumship and psychic readings readings is to help heal someone. It's letting you know the impossible is possible and we don't die. But the only way I can do that is if I'm not in the no vibration. So... What I mean by that is to explain, I'm going to do this now. I do this before every group and every reading. It's so much so that I often hear clients, new clients will sit down with me and say, okay, my friend saw you and she said, don't tell her no. So I already know not to tell you no. It's kind of funny. In groups, I can, there could be 10 people in a group. There could be 75, there could be 100. And I say, who here? has the word that I don't want to hear. Inevitably, someone's hands going up and saying, no, I don't like it, okay? Now, there are appropriate times to use the word no, and otherwise, not so much. Now, I speak for myself as a reader. I do not speak for other readers. In fact, I have to admit, many of my colleagues are like, oh, I'm going to start using that now. Uh, Because no, for me, is detrimental. Just think about this. The actual energy of the word no just vibrates when you, and with every ounce of your feeling lower than yes. Do you want to eat that? No. Did you like them? No. Did you have a good time? No. Did you, did, was that a great meal? Yes. So did you like them? Yes. It's just, we, it's, it, it's inbred in us. So it inevitably happens. There are appropriate times to say the word No. If I'm getting a spirit person that's a female that I can't tell if it's a mother or a grandmother because they're coming through with mother energy, and I ask for a validation to the spirit person, they tell me something with the liver, and I say, did your mother or grandmother have liver problems? That's, that's yes or no, and that's okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the no vibe, the no train, the no bus. It becomes kind of a rhythm and a cadence, and you get into a bit of a groove Uh, no, no, no. And then that no goes from that cadence and that rhythm to a debate of no, 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 and it becomes sharper. This is what happens. When I read and I'm connecting to spirit, now see with a psychic reading, there simply is no no because it hasn't happened yet most of it. So no's out of the question, period. But as an evidential medium, and I'm really, my bar is really high. So I'm going to bring forth evidence that I couldn't possibly know and or guess at. So you can't have a question about it. So if I give you something 
A no is a no. If it's a legitimate no, is your father dead? That's a no. But other than that, there's really kind of no reason for it. Picture me, the medium. That's what I need to do. I need to hold an invisible energy strand or tether to your spirit person. And this is how I read. In order for me to hold that and keep that strong, I need to keep getting validation from your spirit people. Not from you, except to tell me you understand, confirm or deny. But I need them to tell me names, dates, serial numbers, illnesses, scars, little trinkets, things I couldn't possibly know. I have to continuously ask that the way I read. Some mediums may not. To hold them, and it gets a stronger energy cord. It's thicker for me, and it holds them to me like an anchor, but it more like a kite, actually, because it's so light, but it's strong. And it allows for less flexibility with a lot of gate crashers coming through. And I will bring through several at one time, but I try to not do that as much and get my cord bigger. What happens is, When you're on that no train, it's like I'm a ballerina on a toe shoe or a bird on a branch. Whichever you want to go with, the ballerina or the bird, it doesn't matter. Whatever fits you best. Me, both of those fit me, so I'm going to go with that. Take the ballerina and poke her on the side. Keep poking her and poking her and poking her. The best ballerina is going to lose her balance. You put the bird on their perch, you hit them with a stick enough, they're going to fall off. And that's what happens with the no energy. So I'm going to give you a couple examples. Inevitably, when I am doing a group, and I kid you not, this happens the majority of the time. Again, the size of the group doesn't matter. There's always going to be one or two people, well, not always, but generally, where their arms are crossed a little too tight, their face is a little too firm, and you know, uh-oh, spirit, please don't make me go to them first. And inevitably, that's what spirit does sends Carla right over to them. It's almost as if I feel, because I'm saying, please don't send me there. That's what they're, you know, the universe doesn't see a no. They only see a yes when manifesting. And I think I kind of create that. But it's an example. This is years ago and not by far the strongest example, but one that just sticks with me. It was just as a private group at someone's home. I want to say maybe there's 12 people, 13. There really wasn't that many. And there was one woman to my left at 2 o'clock. That's about where she was at the 2 o'clock. Oh, 2 o'clock. I have dyslexia. How about that? 11 to my left at 11. <laughs> it's, I'll mess that up every time. But, okay, 11 o'clock. She had her arms crossed a bit too tight, face a bit too firm. More than your average, I'm just a little nervous for a reading, which is fine, and that's never a problem. I said, Spirit, please don't make me go to her first. Boom. I hear, go to the woman with the arms crossed. And it's a hearing of my own voice, okay? It's not like I'm hearing these billowing voices outside my head. And I hear, tell her the initial M who's alive but has lost a person recently. It's a living M close to her. Now, M and A are literally the most common initials as as far as I'm concerned. So that's a little vague. But it would have been someone connected to her who was still here. So the closest M. She would have had to have a spouse, a child, or a sibling. She crossed her arms and she said, no, no. I mean, God, in this no rhythm of no, 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 no. And I, I tried to talk her off that train and said, please, think of your, your spouse, your children, your, your siblings, your best friend, but not somebody like a coworker. This is a close M who just lost somebody. 
No, 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 no. I don't know anybody with that initial. Well, right away, hello, indicator. You don't know anybody with that M? Hmm. That defies all laws of probability. So I looked at her firmly but kindly. I have that way about me, just a little firm. And I said, I'm not going to be reading you right now. And I just walked away from her. About 10 minutes later, her hand slowly went up. And she actually looked quite meek and embarrassed. And I thought, my God, she's got it. This is great. But I think she thought maybe I was going to be angry. And honestly, I was thrilled she got it. So I said, yes. She said, oh, my husband's name is Michael. And his mother just died. Now, I had said, now that I think about it, I had said it was an older female. So her husband was named Michael. She vehemently looked at me with anger and said, I don't know any living M's. Again, that defies the reason. That's why you're in the low vibration. Of course you do, even if it's someone you barely know. Of course you do. But she forgot her own husband's name. That happens when I get in front of you. I have a high threshold for that. That's not a problem. In fact, we all do that. So as soon as she was able to let her guard down, release I was able to bring through an amazing message with a lot of validations to give to her husband. So what happened was she got caught in that no energy and that no cadence, which ultimately became a debate. And that's what I try to avoid now, where at one time I would engage in the debate to prove I had this person to help them. Not because, although I use the word prove, it was proof so that I could have it validated, but not that I had to prove a point. I had to, that spirit needed to get through. Now I know I just walk away. So I did. But when I walked away, it took the pressure off of her. She was able to release and then have a successful reading and she was fine the rest of the night. So that's an example of a no. Another example is, I call it the yeah, but. So they know not to say no, but they give me the yeah, but. It's like, yeah, hyphen, but, yeah, but. So your father's passed, yes? Yeah. He tells me he was about six feet three, six feet four. He was a large man. Yeah, but. No, not yeah, but. That's his height, yes? Yeah. Okay, no, but. He tells me that he was an accountant or worked in banking. Yeah, but. So then I stop and I say, yeah, but what? Well, that could be anyone. Not really. Is your father dead? Yes. Is he six foot three? Yes. And is he an accountant? Yes. So there isn't a yeah, but. Do you see how that cadence goes in there, even though the validations are there? And you're going to miss a really important message from dad or whoever it may be. The problem, I think, happens when one goes into a reading having an expectation of having to speak to a certain person. First of all, it always happens when you go in with baggage. So if you have baggage that needs healing, be prepared to heal it at the time or release it. Because if you hold it during the reading, it's going to upset you. And the yeah buts and the no's are just, it's just rampant. They really are. So when you go into a reading, go in knowing that you're going to get what you need, but not necessarily but you, what you want, but hopefully it's both. And listen, I'm not telling you not to have an expectation. I mean, obviously, people go to a medium to connect to those who have crossed over. I mean, that's our job. That is our job, and that's what we do. But you have to kind of allow us to bring in. I always tell people, allow me to bring every Tom, Dick, and Harry in, your neighbor, your neighbor's cat, your coworker. Let me bring them through, even if you don't know. And you can say, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Let me bring them in because it's like Halloween, really. Even though this right now I'm doing this podcast in October, but I use this all year round. If I close the door on the trick-or-treaters, quickly we get the reputation of the house not to go to. So if I'm 
knowing and yeah, budding all these spirit people and shutting the door, they're just going to stop showing up. You don't want that. You want to have an amazing healing reading experience. And if you don't get something at the time in a reading, you could tell me or any other medium, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not connecting it. Last night I did a reading and I said, who's Leon? Maybe Leo, but it's Leon. She could not get it. I said, all right, we'll leave it. We'll move on. Later on, she said it was her father's friend. I said, I'm thinking this is a relative, but okay. And I gave the message. She left. And within five minutes, I received a re- um, an email from that reading. And she said, I know who it is. I had an uncle named Leon. I completely forgot. And what you said matches him. So it comes up later. So there is no reason for a no other than did your mother die of liver cancer? That's yes or no. Other than that, just don't get caught up in that lower vibrating muck. It's a lower energy and it will not behoove you. So what you need to do, even if you have to force a smile, you know how when they say if you smile enough, you'll actually be happy. It's true. So if you have to smile enough in the reading and just say yes, yes, yes in your head a few times, that will help you bring the energy up. Also, bite the woman with Michael. She had an excellent rest of the evening, but her guard went down immediately because we, we matched it, right? You know, she got it and was like, aha. Once you can actually let your guard down and match a couple things, even if, even if they're not directly connected to you, you will have a better reading. So just avoid the no train. The no bus, get on off of it, smile, release, and be open, and you'll get the stuff later, I promise. So use that when you get any kind of a reading. I hope that helps you. If you're looking to reach me, I'm Carla Blaha at CarlaBlaha.com. My Facebook page, I love it, is Evidential Medium. Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Instagram is Carla Blaha Medium. And I have a book called Get Your Vibe Back, available on Amazon. And I can always be found here on Blog Talk Radio. I have plenty of new guests coming up, a lot of new exciting things. You have a blessed day and stay off that no bus. Thank you for listening to Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You can find Carla at CarlaBlaha.com. To increase your personal sixth sense, Carla's book, Get Our Vibe Back, is available on Amazon Kindle. Tune in next week for more things metaphysical.